1: Stay tuned. I've got one right here. We're talking to amazing humans about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is, is good friend, Saul Sylvester, who is the founder of Coach Metrics. He is an industry thought leader, innovator, and internationally sought-after executive coach and leadership development facilitator. Saul, welcome.
0: Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me,
1: Mitchell. Hey, you know, I always call you Saul, but it's probably Sal.
0: It's actually Sal. Yeah, I'm short for Salvador Italian Heritage.
1: Dude, I knew this, but hey, I <laughs> always, I'll fix it going forward, Sal. Okay. Welcome. That's good. Hey, um, I've known you. We've, we've worked on a couple of books together. We've known each other for quite a long time, and I just so appreciate who you are and what you do. And I'd love for you to share with the audience and allow them to get to know you through your customer point of pain. What is your CPOP?
0: Shit that gets in the way of better business results. <laughs> you, can't,
1: you can't help but smile when you hear that. I, I, you know, when I think about the corporate environment, having sat on the board of a public firm for a decade and, and run four CEO networking groups also for a decade, and, and even the stuff when I was actually in corporate, all I kept wanting to do is either fix or get away from the shit. Yeah. And, uh, and so, Sal, I'd love to hear more. Tell me more.
0: Well, look, we, we all know what that shit is. It's the communication breakdowns, it's the turf wars, the silos, the unhealthy dynamics that can happen between people. And frankly, leadership shouldn't be this hard. So, our mission as an organization is to bring humanity back into the workplace by building healthy teams, confident leaders, self aware executives. And we do that by working with those executive teams by working with through leadership development programs with leaders at all levels and one-on-one
1: with senior and
0: executive leaders as well.
1: And what are the, specifically when you get hired, what are the, you do three things. What do you do?
0: Yeah. So we work with executive teams and we focus on two things when we're working with them. One, getting them focused on the right things and then two, creating the healthy dynamics. So they actually have the conversations that matter most for the business.
1: Got it. Oh, perfect. and, would you mind sharing? I know this answer by the way, how you have credibility to do what you do.
0: Well, one, I've coached tens of thousands of leaders in my 18 or 20 years in doing this work. Number two, I'm a thought leader in the leadership development space. So, as you know, I've written three books about leadership, including a collaboration with Marshall Goldsmith on stakeholder center coaching. And then number three, I'm disrupting the industry, frankly, with our Coach Metrics platform. And it's a platform that helps measure behavioral change in leadership development and coaching. Most coaches and trainers, they don't measure anything. And I think we need to measure our results with the same level of discipline that we do with any other aspect in business.
1: Mm. Oh, that is so beautiful. Uh, How do you go about sharing your credibility? So listen,
0: there's a really pivotal moment that put me into sort of this space of of wanting to do this work. And it was 9-11. I know most of us can remember where we were and what we were doing. But for me, I was out in California working at a client site for a very large consulting organization, trying to make sense of what was happening during that day. I had an uncle who worked in a building adjacent to the towers that collapsed that day. My grandparents lived at the time on Gold Street, four blocks from the Trade Center, And my manager called me, I was on this client site, and asked me a couple of questions about the day and then pretty quickly turned the conversation to, have you sold the next phase of work yet? And so for me, that was like the moment of we've got to bring humanity back into the workplace. We have to teach leaders how to be real, vulnerable, how to create certainty, how to create connection between people. So I share that thought leadership through our Future of Leadership blog, our Future of Leadership podcast. I speak internationally at various conferences and, of course, pretty active on LinkedIn and other social channels.
1: You know, there's three letters when you hear that story. It's the WTF, like, really? Like, I can't even – anyhow, that, we'll put that aside because that is the <laughs> shit that happens. That is and, the shit uh, that happens. So if if you're listening to this and you're you're watching this and – you're saying to yourself, you know, in our organization, there is a bunch of that four-letter word stuff that we need to eradicate. Reaching up to Sal, Sylvester, makes a whole lot of sense. What is the best way, Sal, for people to reach out to you?
0: Check out our website, 512solutions.com. That's the numbers, 512solutions.com. We've got a number of resources out there on our blog, on our podcast that can help you make an immediate difference in your world and with your leadership
1: effectiveness. Sal, thank you so much for sharing your credibility and putting the eradication to shit in the workplace. Awesome. <laughs> Mitchell, great to be here with you today. Thanks for having me. Oh, uh, truly, truly, truly my pleasure. And if you're still at this part of this episode, what that means is that you are as excited about uh, hearing and listening to Sal as I am to talk to him. So that means click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, and in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Dave Roby, who is the founder and CEO of Broadway One Inc. He specializes in helping family-owned businesses create a high-performance team. Dave has successfully managed multi-million-dollar organizations, coached and trained hundreds of business professionals and entrepreneurs over the years. Dave, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, thrilled to be here, Mitchell. Thank you.
1: Oh, you are absolutely welcome. I, uh, I really enjoyed getting to interact with you in the green room and learn a little bit more about what you do. And I'd love the audience to, to learn a little bit more as well through your customer point of pain. What is your CPOP?
2: You know, it, it's really, it's family-owned businesses with people issues.
1: So so I'll bet you if you're watching or listening right now what immediately pops to mind is your family favorite your favorite family-owned business and you know <laughs> all of these different people issues and there's it, it ranges from people in the wrong spot or people being elevated beyond their ability to do stuff or just right. family quarrels being moved somewhere else so so Dave tell me more
2: well, we go in and uh, assess people to see if they're in the right seats. We present that to the leadership team. If we have to slide somebody to a position of success, that's what we do. And and we work with the entire team, both individual and the leadership group, as opposed to being a, a board coach. I, I come in and I work with the entire team.
1: Nice. Nice. I, I, that actually works for me. And and obviously you you deliver a high performance result or a high performance team when you're done. That's right. That's right. Um, how do you have credibility to do what you do?
2: Well, the the uh, the tales in the tape, I suppose, is that uh, customers refer us. Um, uh, they have double digit. Typically, they're having double digit sales growth. I do. I, I actually don't focus on the sales side as much as I do on the net profit side because that's what pays the bills um uh but you know the the credibility for for us is repeat customers signing year on year uh and referring their friends and, and associates
1: and uh you were you were part of a family business yourself a little bit i was i was for for 16
2: years uh we created a the entire team created a high performance i was president of the company after 5 years there um uh we grew from one location to 21 and uh, uh frankly i got bored uh, family business dynamics were tough. I'd, I know what they are and uh, uh, decided to have my own business. So I bought a manufacturing company and grew that to number 68, fastest growing companies in the Inc. 500, which is a magazine in the U.S.
1: Nice. And how many how many clients have you interacted with?
2: I, w- I would guess probably 25 or 30 clients. Uh, they could have anywhere from 10 to 50, 60 people. Um, uh, the, I look at it as not clients necessarily, but individuals, we help the entire team rather than just, just the clients themselves.
1: God, I hear you. And, and it, you've got some really, you do some heavy work with, with those people who are, who are in your, in your family that you, that you bring on board. We do. Um, how do you go about sharing your credibility?
2: It's primarily LinkedIn. Uh, I I post what I think are are relevant things that people should understand and learn, uh, whether it be how to use disc profiling for people. Um, It could be a a number of topics that are relevant today, not just something that I I pick out of the air. And then it's referrals. Uh, Frankly, uh, a lot of my business is, is continual. It's year on year. Uh, And then in addition to that referrals.
1: And then you were talking a little bit before about a, um, in the green when we talked about a, a concept of mediocre, mediocrity
2: exactly i i come in and we focus on i call it a war on mediocrity we look at what we could do better what is mediocre and, and maybe I, i'll share a story with you uh one company was doing extremely well and but they were bored they were boring more more so nobody was celebrating the wins so I decided, I got on Amazon, and I bought a huge Chinese gong. Uh, it arrived the next day. They sent me a video of the first time they hit it, and you could hear it a block away. That's how they today celebrate their wins. It's a lot
1: mm. of fun. A lot of fun. That's beautiful. So you're listening or you're watching, and you're part of, or you have friends who have a family-owned business, and you just know there are family issues. And and there are many different things, as, as you now know it's worthwhile to reach out to Dave Roby. Dave, what is the best way for people to reach out to you?
2: They can search for me on LinkedIn. It's Dave Roby, LinkedIn slash Dave R O B Y, or they can email me at Dave at Roby.com.
1: Beautiful. Dave, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Mitchell. It was great. Thanks a lot. (laughs) My pleasure. And uh, if you're still here watching or listening, you know, the importance of, of Dave's message. So, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye. All right.
2: Take care. Thank you.
1: Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. Welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, and, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Todd Churches, who is the CEO of Big Blue Gumball. Man, I love that name. Huh. Uh, he's also a three-time award-winning adjunct professor of leadership at NYU, a lecturer on leadership at Columbia University, a TEDx speaker, and author. Todd, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you, Mitchell. Thanks for having me.
1: Man, I just, just with 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 somebody with that company name, I was just so looking forward to to get to meet you and learn more about you, and I I thoroughly enjoyed our green room conversation and I'd love the audience to learn a little bit more about you through your CPOP. What is your customer point of pain?
3: Business professionals who are struggling to simplify complexity.
1: Wow. I, I, it's so funny. I've sat on the board of a public company for a decade. I've run four different uh, CEO networking groups and so many times you run into whether it's at the CEO level or CEOs are typically good at this or there's somebody in the organization and they're just speaking cross purposes and they're not effectively communicating and, and they need somebody like you, Todd, tell me more.
3: Sure. Uh, I do management, leadership, consulting, training, and coaching. I work with business professionals of all levels and, uh, from the CEO on down. And the world's a messy and complex place, right? So if we can simplify complexity, we can turn our vision into reality. So that's basically the foundation of, of what I do and, uh, and who I do it with.
1: Oh, beautiful. And, and and how do you have credibility to do what you do?
3: Sure, uh, well, I have a master's degree in communication. I got that after my bachelor's in English literature. So I do a lot of work around storytelling, which I could talk more about. Um, But also from the very first job I ever had, I had a series of not good bosses and I probably had around 20 of them over the bosses and bosses, bosses, uh, about at least 20 of them in my own personal career. And from them, I learned more about how not to manage and lead than uh, I ever wanted to know. So I've used that as the foundation. So I set out to learn as much as possible about management and leadership. And I was working for a management training company um, earlier in my career and I, as part of my job to revamp their mini MBA program, I had to read management leadership books and I started reading one after another. And I got so hooked that I started averaging about anywhere from one to three a week. So over 20 years, I averaged one business book a week. So I passed the thousand bookmark a couple of years ago. So I read over, you can see a number of them behind me, but I've read over a thousand business books. So I also teach leadership at NYU and Columbia. I have my own company, as you mentioned, big blue gumball. And that's basically uh, you know, what gives me some of the credibility. I'm also a TEDx speaker and I wrote my book. So it's, you know, all of these things together, uh, I'm all focused on management and leadership and helping people become better managers and leaders.
1: And, uh, yeah, I'd say any one of those by themselves, but the two things that stick out to me, 20 bad bosses <laughs> and a thousand books read, that's impressive. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, could you talk about how do you go about sharing your credibility? Sure. Well, from those bad bosses,
3: I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be badly managed and poorly led. So um, it makes me much more empathetic and compassionate as a manager and as a leader myself and you know, as we're thinking about, you know, when you think about what is your personal mission and vision statement, mine is making the world a better place, one leader at a time. And to me, everyone's a leader, regardless of title or position, you're a leader. I say that to my students as well. Even if you're just managing and leading yourself in your own life, you are a manager and leader, and I'm going to help you gain the tools, tips, and techniques to be more effective. So if I I, I can help them, um, people become better managers and leaders, hopefully that will cascade down to the next generation and um, again, make the world a better, more friendly, and compassionate place
1: mm. oh, I love that, and of course, you know you 've got a book that's behind you you 've got a website you 've got uh, LinkedIn and other things that you do i'm i'm really comfortable with that answer and, and, and I want to say if you're listening or you're watching. At this stage, and you're either this is you personally, or there's somebody in your immediate network that has a very difficult time simplifying complexity, because you need to be able to do that to be a leader. And according to your definition, and by the way, I agree with him, everyone's a leader. If that's you, you should read out, reach out to Todd Churches. Todd, what is the best way for people to go about doing that?
3: Sure. The best way to reach me is just to check out my website at toddchurches.com and also link in with me. I'm happy to hear from anyone and link in with anyone and uh, and have a conversation.
1: Well, Todd, you you even exceeded my expectations of what this conversation would be. Thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today.
3: Thank you, Mitchell. Thank you for having me. It was great speaking with you.
1: Oh, you're absolutely welcome. And if you're at this part of the episode you may be one of those Silicon Valley engineers who needs to simplify complexity. Whoever you are, you recognize the importance of being able to do what Todd offers. And so one of the things you can do at the moment is click on the like button and share his message with your friends. And then we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, Global Credibility Expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet. On who they are, what they do, and in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Mark Bowser, who is the author of several books, including Sales Success with Zig Ziglar and, oh, I can't even mention that, Nehemiah on Leadership. Mark, what is that word? It's Nehemiah, you got it right. Nehemiah on Leadership. Okay. He has presented thousands of seminars to the world's top organizations, including. FedEx Logistics, Southwest Airlines, Ford Motor Company, Princeton University, United States, Marine Corp, and many more. Mark, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you, Mitchell. It's good to be able to be with you.
1: <laughs> Man, it's been fun. I It was fun when I looked at your LinkedIn profile and looked at your sites and made a guess of who you are. I then thoroughly got to to talk with you in the green room and and reinforce a couple of things and learn a couple of things more. I loved it. I'd love the audience to get to know you through your C-pop. What is your customer point of pain?
4: Ineffective sales teams.
1: Like that's like the nightmare for any board of directors, for any for any CEO, right? Or even if if you're the VP, VP, (laughs) if you're the sales guy,
4: (laughs) then you're really in trouble. Jobs on the line.
1: And. uh, That is the lifeblood of any company: is sales and having an ineffective sales team. That's crazy. Uh, tell me more.
4: Well, what I do is I, I go in and I help them be effective, and I do that on the ground. It is a lot of people do keynote presentations, and I do from time to time as well. But my focus is small, ten to fifteen guys or gals in a room, helping them figure out why their sales aren't going up, and many times. So it's just one or two constraints, one or two things that they're doing wrong. And if we can take those one or two things out, it's amazing. Their sales can double and triple in six months by just changing one or two things that they're doing wrong.
1: And so what you were telling me, there there are 100 plus different techniques that you could train on, but you have a call with the sales leader up front. To figure out what exactly. to
4: do. We, we call it a tailoring call. And, and you're right. There's hundreds of techniques of sales. There's hundreds of closes alone. But not every team needs all that. And quite frankly, we don't have time to go in all that. So I have a tailoring call with the VP of sales or the CEO, whoever it is who's bringing me in, whoever has the pain point. And, and then we talk about what's going wrong with your team. What are they doing that they shouldn't be doing? And then we talk about what's going right, because they're doing something right. And so we want to reinforce what they're already doing and create that into a habit. And then we want to create some better habits by getting rid of their ineffective stuff.
1: And Mark, could you share how you have credibility to do what you do?
4: Well, one is through the books that I've written over the years. Uh, you mentioned one of them, Self-Success, which I had the honor to write with uh, Mr. Zig Ziglar. But many of it is... From what I have learned from the ground floor, my my family runs three different companies, and one of them is a 75-plus-old uh, funeral director publishing house, and we've ran that for those 75 years. We're in our fourth generation. And I ran around there as a little guy, not knowing anything, and I learned from the ground up by watching my dad and watching my uncle. And then after doing it enough times the wrong way, eh, I learned what worked. Uh, I've also had formal education, obviously, as well as a lot of self-education by just reading and learning from people like Zig Ziglar and Scott McCain and, and Tom Hopkins, some of the best of the best I've had an opportunity to, to be with and to spend some time with.
1: And uh, how many clients have you have you worked with or, or served in your
4: in your? Oh, days? well, it's a little secret. That's why I'm a little older than what you might think. I know I don't look like it but I've been doing this since 1993 and so throughout those years I've I've spoken to hundreds and hundreds of of clients throughout the year some of them were public seminars where you're dealing with maybe 100 different clients at one time where most of them again throughout those years have been the on-site seminars and I was in my uh when I wanted to travel a ton I was speaking to probably 80 to 100 different clients a year and that's a lot of time on the road
1: All right. So, but I think you said hundreds and hundreds and hundreds before in the green room. Um, Mark, how do you go about sharing your credibility?
4: Well, it's it's done a number of different ways is one of the basic ways is through seminars. Obviously, we just mentioned that, but I can't be everywhere. So my writing takes me where I can't go. And so the books are what gets a lot of uh, attention out there. And that's what brings people to me one way, but it also can reach thousands upon thousands of people that I will never meet. And and that's not only an honor, but that's also a responsibility. And so I take that responsibility quite literally and I try to do the best that I can to sharing that information as accurately as I can so that it brings value and results. To get rid of the ineffectiveness and turn it into effectiveness.
1: Well I think that's the the thing that you and I talked about was focusing on Finding that one element, whether it's a sales team or that individual, that one thing that would just help them jump to the next level. I really liked that focus that you had and the things that you do.
4: Well, in, in, in many ways, Mitchell, what, what you have to look at is it's a combination lock. If you have it's three numbers to open a combination, if you have the three numbers, doesn't mean the combination is going to open it up. But if you have the three numbers in the right order and you do the right sequence, then you open up the vault and inside the vault is all the success that they're wanting, whether it's sales or whether it's relationships, whatever their success is, it's in the vault. And I help them uncover not only the three numbers, but the sequence and the order to make it fly for them.
1: All right. Beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing that. If, if, If you're at this stage of the interview and you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, hmm, we have an ineffective sales team, reaching out to Mark Bowser makes a lot of sense. Mark, how best can people reach out to you? Well,
4: two ways. Uh, Best way is probably through my website, which is markbowser.com. That's just like it sounds, M-A-R-K-B-O-W-S-E-R.com. Or you can just reach out to me on LinkedIn.
1: Oh, beautiful. Well, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today, Mark. Thanks for having me today, Mitchell. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, listen, Mark's message, if you're in a company and you have an ineffective sales team, that that's like the kiss of death. So Mark's message needs to be heard. Click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now.
0: Hope you enjoyed this episode in the Thought Leader Life credibility series. Please like this episode, subscribe to our channel on the platform you consume content and activate us by going to thoughtlitterlife.com slash activate.